we're continuing to look at aspects of revival. And we'll probably continue to look to look at uh, this topic until it happens. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So as we study this, let's study it with expectation of great things in God. I've been hearing some interesting things, uh, some interesting feedback on this series so far. Lots of discussion going on, lots of questions coming to me. And that's a great thing. It's interesting to hear what our thoughts on revival are. Now a lot of people were saved at this church. And so what you know of God is based on what we've taught you here. But we also have a good number of people that come from different countries that were Christians before they came. And uh, there's a lot of Christian thought, Christian traditions are coming together. And that gives a wonderful richness to our congregation. But it's good for us to be on the same page when we talk about important concepts. Particularly when we think about the things that we're looking to achieve together. Things which are, we're united because of our vision. For our local vision here in Phuket and also for our vision for the nations of the earth. I was so blessed uh, uh, this past week when I received an email from uh, California. A friend of mine named Jay George. He's into imports and exports. He's a businessman. And he said he sent me a, a, a video uh, about something that was happening in Puerto Rico. Uh, but it was in response to my message on the 12 stones. And I was just thinking, wow, fantastic, people are looking at the website of PCC in California. And they're listening to what we're saying here and what we're doing here, what's going on. So PCC is not just about Phuket, we're touching the world. And 
he sent me this video of this church in Puerto Rico. Where when they pray, jewels fall from the ceiling. They just appear. And it's just amazing because you see it happening on the video. And uh, whether you believe it or not, it seems very significant that there are 12 different kinds of jewels. And uh, they say it was it's corresponding to the 12 different jewels that are on the ephod, the high priest clothes in the Old Testament. Whatever you think of that story, it certainly helps us to understand that God is moving us towards expecting signs and wonders in the heavens. And on earth. Hallelujah. Last week we looked at seven phenomena for revival. And this week I've got my act together. There are seven. Remember last week I one was I said six common phenomena and then listed seven. Hallelujah. Okay. So the first one was signs and wonders. Signs and wonders are happening all over the world. But I believe it's just a glimpse of what God wants to do. And if we have a problem believing in the miraculous, then what kind of God do we believe in? We have a lot of people who are waiting and waiting on God for a miracle at the moment. And it's time that we arise and shine in the glory of God so that we can see those prayers answered. And we can see the power of God at work in us and through us. To build his kingdom. The verses that we read from Isaiah 60. They will help us to understand what revival is all about. Let's have a look at Isaiah 60 verses 1 to, uh, 1 to 3 again. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. 
องลุกขึ้นฉายแสงเพราะว่าความสว่างของเจ้ามาแล้วลักษณะราศีของพระเจ้าขึ้นมาเหนือเจ้าความมืดจะคลุมแผ่แต่ความมืดเพื่อจะคลุมชนชาติทั้งหลายแต่พระเจ้าจะทรงขึ้นมาเหนือเจ้าและเขาจะเห็นสงาราศีของพระองค์เหนือเจ้าและบรรดาประชาชาติจะมายังความสว่างของเจ้าและกษัตริย์ทั้งหลายยังความสุขใสแห่งการขึ้นของเจ้า Now revival involves three things happening sequentially. การฟื้นฟูเนี่ยมันมีมันประกอบไปด้วยสามอย่างที่เกิดขึ้นอย่างต่อเนื่องกัน In other words, you have to do the first thing. For the second thing to happen. ง่ายก็คือว่าถ้าไม่มีประการที่หนึ่งประการที่สองเกิดขึ้นไม่ได้มันต้องเกิดขึ้นอย่างเป็นลำดับ And you have to do the second thing for the last one to happen. ต้องทำประการที่สองเพื่อที่ประการที่สามจะเกิดขึ้น So the first step is to arise. ขั้นแรกประการแรกก็คือการลุกขึ้น Now the Hebrew word kum simply means to stand up. ภาษาฮีบรูคำว่าคุมนะคะแปลว่าลุกขึ้นยืน It's the word that we get. Arise from in that verse Isaiah. But physically speaking, just standing up doesn't really affect the world too much. It might affect your world because you see things from a different perspective. มันอาจจะมีอิทธิพลต่อไอ้โลกของท่านนะคะเพราะว่าเมื่อท่านลุกขึ้นยืนท่านมองเห็นสิ่งต่างๆด้วยด้วยด้วยสายตาใหม่ But it doesn't affect the world as a whole. แต่มันไม่ได้มีอิทธิพลนะคะในระดับโลกได้ So there has to be some kind of spiritual application here. ดังนั้นตรงนี้น่าจะมีการเอามาประยุกต์ในฝ่ายวิญญาณได้ To stand up would first of all mean to recognize the lordship of Christ in your life. ดังนั้นประการแรกของการลุกขึ้นยืนก็คือการที่เราจะต้องระหนักถึงการเป็นองค์พระผู้เป็นเจ้าของพระเจ้าเหนือชีวิตของเราแต่ as we do that we then stand in his designated authority to us. ดังนั้นเมื่อเรายืนขึ้นนะคะเพราะว่าเรายืนขึ้นด้วยสิทธิอำนาจที่พระเจ้าได้มอบให้กับเราแล้ว The book of Samuel tells us that if we honor God, He will honor us. And so Samuel said, "If you give honor to God, God will give honor to you." So as we stand to honor God in our lives, He honors us by helping us to stand in His authority. When a judge enters a courtroom. เมื่อผู้ที่เป็นผู้พิพากษานะคะเดินเข้ามาในห้องพิพากษา Everyone stands up ทุกคนก็ลุกขึ้นยืน It is out of respect for his position เป็นการยืนเพื่อที่จะให้ความเคารพแก่ท่านนะคะ But why does everyone respect his position แต่ทำไมทุกคนถึงเขาเรียกว่าแสดงความเคารพต่อตำแหน่งของท่าน Because if you don't he can put you in prison เพราะว่าถ้าไม่ลุกขึ้นยืนเนี่ยอาจจะโดนจับไปไว้ในคุกก็ได้ Because everyone recognizes that he has a very tangible power to either punish or to vindicate the people in that courtroom. Because everyone knows that the judge has the ability, the ability to make people think that he can 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 make
that the calling of God and make no mistake God's voice is calling you today as we stand at his calling as we arise in his in his authority something is happening that will affect the entire world because as we arise to recognize God and his calling on our life so God empowers us with his authority to stand so how does this apply to us the first step that we take in our Christian walk is to be able to arise to give our lives to Jesus if we look at the context of these verses in Isaiah we see that there is a transition involved from darkness to light verse 2 refers, refers to the thick darkness over the peoples but then we see that the light of the glory of Christ comes upon the people so salvation is a necessary and a mandatory first step but it is only a first step there is more to it than that it is not just enough to enjoy our salvation and all its benefits we've been drawn to the cross of Christ this morning and later we're going to take communion we've heard a lot about the grace of God to us God's riches at Christ's expense receiving the things that we don't deserve to receive and it's great being a Christian because there are so many blessings available to us there are 30,000 promises in the Bible isn't that incredible what a wonderful thing that is if we take each thing that is said as a blessing to the people there are 30,000 blessings that's enough to keep you going for every minute of every day for a year there's no need for us to get blah blah 
ี่จําเป็นที่เราจะต้องนะคะเขาเรียกว่าดําเนินชีวิตแบบซึมเศร้านะคะเอื่อยๆนะคะ no ไม่มีความจําเป็นที่เราต้องดําเนินชีวิตแบบโอ้โหโลกใบนี้กําลังจะสิ้นลงเรื่องอะไรประมาณนั้น Because there is a promise there is a blessing for every situation that we find ourselves in เพราะว่าอะไรเพราะว่าในพระสัญญาของพระเจ้ามันมีทุกอย่างที่จะสามารถช่วยเราในทุกๆสถานการณ์ได้ Bless those who mourn. พระเจ้าบอกว่านะคะผู้ใดโศกเศร้าก็เป็นสุข For what? They will be comforted. Hallelujah. เขาจะได้รับการปลอบประโลม Praise God. It doesn't matter what kind of state you're in. น้องดังนั้นไม่ว่าท่านจะเข้ามาที่อย่างนี้ด้วยความรู้สึกเช่นไร There's a blessing for you. พระเจ้ามีพระพรรอท่านไว้อยู่เสมอ Praise the name of the Lord. แต่ละเสียงพระนามของพระเจ้า Hallelujah. Anyone excited about that? No, I'm not. Good. Just checking, see if you're awake. We have to arise in the knowledge of our salvation. We have to arise in the knowledge of our salvation. In the knowledge of the blessing of God to us. And as we arise, we stand. Ready to serve God to bring light to the nation. See this, these verses, Isaiah 60, is a promise to us as individuals, but also as a corporate body, we have an effect upon the nations. อิสยาบทที่60เนี่ยไม่ได้เป็นแค่เพียงพระสัญญาสําหรับตัวเราเฉพาะเท่านั้นแต่มันเป็นพระสัญญาที่มีต่อเราทุกคนในาฐานะที่เป็นพระกายของพระเจ้าเพื่อสามารถที่จะมีอิทธิพลไปยังคนอื่นๆอีกมากมายในโลกนี้ได้ In verse 2 of Isaiah 60 we see that darkness covers the land ในข้อที่2บอกว่าความมืดปกคลุมอยู่เหนือแผ่นดิน But the promise in verse three tells us that nations will come to your light. แต่พระสัญญาในข้อสามบอกว่าชนชาติต่างๆนั้นจะมาหาเจ้ายังความสว่างสุขใสของเจ้า Praise God! This is God speaking to the people. น้องนี่คือพระเจ้ากำลังตรัสกับผู้คนของพระองค์ He's talking about the people's light. พระองค์กำลังพูดถึงชีวิตของผู้คน Because they've arisen. And the glory of God is upon them. Hallelujah. We can be the cause of the nations coming to God. This is the essence of revival. Whatever you thought about revival in the past, I want you to take it up a level. Because it's not about dancing around and running around and shouting and rocking like a dog or cooking like a chicken. I'm not bringing any kind of criticism. We've got to understand that revival has a higher purpose. The higher purpose of revival is to see nations come to Christ. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Can I get an hallelujah? Hallelujah. Can I get a woo? Woo! Praise God. Let's have it. 
You cannot stay in bed on Sunday morning. Come on. You've got to get excited about it. The fact that God can pour His Spirit out upon you. To such an extent that as you arise in faith, you will shine. Because the glory of God is upon you. And nations will be drawn to you. Come on, this is the promise of God. And we need to take hold of it. So that we can see God move in power. Hallelujah. Somebody get excited, please. Hallelujah. You've encouraged me to stay a bit longer. Hallelujah. So revival involves first arising. It's not just about getting saved. It's about demonstrating that Jesus is absolute Lord of our lives. To the point where we shine for Jesus. Hallelujah. We need to shine with His glory. The Hebrew word used in Isaiah 60 for this is the word oh. That's a good word in any language, isn't it? Praise God. It means to be luminous. Or to be set on fire. Listen, if if you were on fire this morning, you wouldn't be sat still. I guarantee that you'd be really excited and running around. That's what it means. It's to be on fire for God. It indicates that there is some kind of ignition going on spiritually. When I think of ignition, I think of motor cars. And I think of engines. Now what kind of engine do you do you have in the morning when you start? I mean, have you got, you know, does it, uh, you turn the ignition, do you hear a vroom, You got confidence in that car because you can feel the power. Or when you start the ignition in the morning, what happens? แสงหลับนั้นเลยนะคะบายอินเอ็นจิ้นอีสัก <laughs> 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 
Maybe you need a new engine. Praise God. As Christians, we can be like that, you know. We can have all the blessings of salvation that we've talked about. We can be in the grace of God. But when we try to arise, the engine won't start. Praise God. Hallelujah. You don't have to be made in Japan to have a good engine. You have to be made in heaven. Amen. And we need to recognize that the blessings of God are new every morning. So that when, as we can arise every day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. People will be wondering if they're listening to the CD what on earth is going on. Hallelujah, is this a church or a garage? We don't know. <laughs> now, this spiritual ignition that causes us to shine. It's not just being filled with the Spirit. Although it's important for us to know the power of the Holy Spirit within us. Many Christians, even spirit-filled Christians, don't yet understand what the purpose of the Holy Spirit is all about. We are able to be filled by the grace of God, by the Holy Spirit, so that we can live by the Spirit. Many Holy, Holy Spirit filled Christians live with a Holy Spirit tap. We turn on the tap when it's convenient. And we turn it off when we've had enough. In effect, we try to lead and control the Holy Spirit in our life. Instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us. Then we wonder why. Even though we speak in tongues and give prophecies. Yet inside we feel spiritually dry. Because we turn the tap on, and we turn the tap off. That doesn't help us at all. It's almost as though it's, we're ready to perform now. Turn on the tap. 
Listen, this is a condition that is in many churches throughout the world. And I don't exclude our church either. We need to be continually led by the Spirit. It's not an on-off switch. But we need to be continually led by the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is God. And when I earlier said that we arise to honor God, the Holy Spirit must be included in that. So it's important for us to understand how to be led by Him. As we submit our lives to God, and we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, this is what we mean by consecration. Now it happens on different levels according to the depth of our relationship with Jesus. Some people here have yet to take the first step of inviting Jesus into their life. That's a great step and God will really bless you in that. One of the things that happens after revival is that many people come and hear and accept Christ as Lord. Some people here need to move to a deeper understanding of the Lordship of Christ. We need to get a hammer and break the tap, break the tap off the pipe that, that feeds us by the Holy Spirit. To be subject to His leading, not to our discretion. Listen, the Holy Spirit is more of a gentleman or a lady than any of us are. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. If you submit your life to God and allow the Holy Spirit to flow through you, you will be more self-controlled than before, not less. So let's not get carried away with thinking that if we let the Holy Spirit run, run our lives, we're going to be weird. That's not true. You're actually going to be better. I'm going to be better. So praise God, let's take off the restrictions that we put upon God's Holy Spirit.
Allow him to guide us and to lead us. Praise the Lord. Maybe you're at the point where you need to give your life to Jesus. Is that you? You might have done this many years ago. But maybe you've grown uh, cold inside. Maybe there are things that have happened in your life that have caused you to distance yourself from God. You sort of believe, but you don't want to get too involved. One of the um, pictures of God in the Bible is a consuming fire. And sometimes when we get close to that consuming fire, we get burnt. And it hurts. And you might have been hurt before. I want to really assure you today that God does know what he's doing with you. And he desires you to come to him. Because he loves you. And he wants you to be in fellowship with him. So maybe that's you today. In a moment we're going to take communion together. And you can make your peace with God. I don't want to embarrass you. It's between you and God. And so as we take communion, you can just simply say, Lord, forgive me. For distancing myself from you. Help me to come back closer to be with you again. Hallelujah. Many people have a great relationship with God today. But something just isn't the same as it used to be. The more abundant life that Jesus talked about, you've experienced it, but not today. That fountain of hope, of life, of joy, of peace that used to bubble up within you, it's not happening. The well has run dry. Maybe this morning you need to arise and say, Jesus, here I am. I submit my life to you again. 
come and fill me again and rekindle that that flame and and uh, bring back that fountain of joy. Every Wednesday night we have an intercessory prayer cell. ในวันพุธนะคะเค้ามีกลุ่มเซลล์ที่เป็นกลุ่มเซลล์ของนักอธิษฐานวิงวอน the past couple of weeks God has really spoken to me in that cell group ในช่วงสองสัปดาห์ที่ผ่านมาพระเจ้าก็ได้ตัดกับอาจารย์มาก And on Wednesday night he spoke to me about his glory และในวันพุธที่ผ่านมาพระเจ้าก็ได้พูดเกี่ยวกับพระสิริของพระเจ้า Because the third step we read about in Isaiah 60 is that his glory appears over us Isaiah 4 verse 5 says that we can stand under a canopy of glory and the canopy keeps away the influence of the thick darkness that we read about in Isaiah 60 verse 2 and everything becomes clear so that nations will be drawn to see the light so that leaders of nations leading men and women in the community will be drawn to Jesus or as Isaiah puts it nations are drawn to the brightness of your dawn what an amazing phrase that is the dawn is the start of a new day and if ever the world was screaming for a new day for a new start it's now ที่คนกําลังต้องการที่จะเห็นวันใหม่สิ่งใหม่เกิดขึ้นในชนชาติของเขาพวกแกก็ต้องการบรรยากาศของวันใหม่ด้วยใช่มั้ยคะและไอ
August this month. Ah, Pan, want to understand about the Vivon. More important, I want to learn what it means. Why did you learn it? We have a lesson for the last day of the month. The month of August. Praise God. You need to be in church at seven o'clock. From seven o'clock, right at the start, you're not going to wait till one minute past seven. You've got to be there at seven. Okay. From seven till ten, three hours. I'm going to tell you what Revelation's all about. And then I'll get all the emails. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, what does it say? Revelation 21:23-24. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. แต่ละครนั้นไม่ต้องการแสงของดวงอาทิตย์และดวงจันทร์เพราะว่าพระชีวิตของพระเจ้าเป็นแสงสว่างของนครนั้นและพระเมสโปรดกทรงเป็นด
to destroy the works of the evil one. Now if that is not a picture of the glory of God overcoming the darkness, what is? And Jesus says greater things than these will you do. In other words, through Christ and what Christ has done. Through the cross and that which we're going to partake in in just a few minutes. In fact, I'm going to invite Glenn to come up now. God has made it possible for us to stand in His authority. To shine because we reflect His glory which is over us. So that many people, many leaders in our community, and even the very nations will be drawn to us. Because we offer something which is worth having. When people look at you, do they think, I want to be like you? I want what you've got. If not, maybe it's time to arise. So that we can shine. So that we can become glorious and attractive. Because we've submitted everything we have to God. And when people look at us, they, they don't see us anymore. But they see Jesus. Anyone say amen to that? Hallelujah. So let's come around the communion table. I'm glad he's going to lead us in communion. I'm not going to embarrass anyone with an appeal. But when you see, receive the bread and the wine, you make your peace with God. You need Jesus as your Savior. Invite Him into your life. Take, take communion for the first time. You need to rise up in God. Make that commitment to God and then take communion. Let's prepare our hearts right now before we take the communion together. Like Pastor Brian said, if you have accepted Jesus Christ in your heart and life right now, 
Then please join us in taking the Holy Communion together. It is a good time for us, for us to arise right now. Like Pastor Brian said, let Jesus be the absolute Lord of our life. Please hold the bread and wine, the symbols, together. And wait until everyone has been served. And then we can partake at the same time. I'm very blessed about the message today, this morning. Because when I was praying what to share to you right now during the communion, God has spoken to me as well that it is time for us, you and me, to make peace with God. Sometimes some of us we we feel that we are not worthy. But actually we are. Everyone in this room. Everyone on earth. He loves us so much that His holy blood dripped out for forgiveness of our sins. Right now, let us remember this unconditional love that our Lord and Savior has given us. And to humble ourselves just like our Redeemer did on the cross. Let us give glory to God. Let us ask ourselves and, 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 uh, and ask these questions. Have we forgotten His love for us? Have we forgotten that He has taken us into the miry pits? He is the same Lord yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. His love never changes. In Philippians chapter 2 verse 8, it says, And being found in appearance of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore God exalted him in the highest place. And 
gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. In heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of the God the Father. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23-26, it tells us about that day. For I received from the Lord what I also passed to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a breath together. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's take the cup together. The body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And His holy blood. We ask the Lord God for forgiveness of our sins right now. And we make that peace to you again, O Lord. Right now we want to say we love you. If we haven't said, we haven't said that for a long time. We want to say, Lord God, that you are our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us all the riches. Riches. At Christ's expense. Let, let us live uh, the, uh, the words that we just sung this morning, Lord. 
ินซ่าขอให้เราดําเนินชีวิตติดตามเหมือนกับบทเพลงที่เราได้ร้องไปแล้วเมื่อเช้านี้ But your grace is enough. ว่าพระคุณของพระเจ้าก็เพียงพอ We give thanks, Lord Jesus, for your sacrifice. We call God, Lord, for the blessing of the blessing that you have given us. We give glory to you, Father. We praise you, Lord. In your holy name, Lord Jesus, we pray. In the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you.